There's a place. Out where the fake news is muffled. Past the point where politicians get silent. Where facts don't care about your feelings. Where PC is DOA. This is that place. Welcome to the last stop on the right. As James Madison remarked to Georgia O'Keeffe when Sitting Bull won the Battle of Jericho, <laughs> the last pod is the best pod. <coughs> Yo. Yo. Welcome, my friends. It is the last pod on the right here at laststopontheright.com and, of course, to our good friends at America's Podcast Network. This is KLRNRadio.net. So we've got a lot to go through today. I am Ben Crystal. I am Mike Abel. And you didn't, I didn't get much from you on the intro today. Because you, you could see James Madison talking to Georgia O'Keefe about that, Sitting Bull fighting ab- biblical battles. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, right up until the biblical battle. And then it kind of was like, wait. Well, at <laughs> least... But- I, I, I totally expect forgot. their lives overlapped. The three of their lives overlapped, but they were not contemporaries of each other by <laughs> any means. No. no, it's possible that I'm trying to think. It's possible that Sitting Bull is, was old enough that he might have been alive before James Madison was gone, and it's possible. Actually, I think it's probably that George O'Keefe and Sitting Bull's lives overlapped some, but I'm pretty sure they didn't hang out talking about biblical battles. Yes. Sitting Bull, and he did pretty well in the War Department. I'll give him credit for that. That is true. We overwhelmed them. That's how America fights wars. Well, yeah. That's how we do it, kids. We just throw so much stuff at you that you eventually get buried no matter how good you are. Uh, we do have a lot to go through today. I want to remind everybody before we get into the business of the week that uh, you can contact us through our website, laststopontheright.com, and take advantage of the opportunity to email us through that site if you'd like to. I uh, heard from Sweet Jimmy and The Hog this week. We'll sort of get into what they had to say in a little bit later on if we have time. Right. And uh, The Hog is now on my case. He's, he's, I don't uh, respond to emails quickly enough. <laughs> I, so I, oh, I, I, was, I was reading The Hog email. I was like, no, oh, you've been kind of quiet lately. And he, he, I'm not mad at him at all. Right. I'm sure he's like, dude, why am I bothering? You know, but <laughs> I'm like, well, considering it's me, I, I, I can't really honestly answer that question. <laughs> no. like, yeah, nobody else does. Uh, but no, I've been terrible about it. It's just that... Ever since this COVID stuff happened, I don't have time, you know, like ever since it's like the more that we're locked into our homes, the harder I, I don't know about you, but the harder I'm scrapping and clawing for every nickel I can find, you know? Right. right. So, and and because I do the commercial voiceover thing Mm. as the, as my main breadwinner, um, that means I'm auditioning constantly right i mean i'll be sitting there at nine o'clock in the morning go audition be nine o'clock at night go audition i've done i've done auditions in the far end of midnight right and you just don't have and when you do get time where you don't have to do anything you want to do things like sit down with your wife or eat food (laughs) 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 or potentially and this only happens for about three hours at a time these days take a nappy right get some sleepy so it's uh, nothing personal, but I did I do read your emails, and they do make me think. I don't want people to think that we don't care because we do right. about ourselves. And subsequently, well. your opinion is important to us because we care about how you perceive this garbage pile of a program. <laughs> I also want to remind you, you can get in touch with us through Twitter. Our Twitter feed is at LastStopOTR, and there is a Facebook group dedicated to this program, the Last Stop on the Right Facebook group. So you can come in hang out and that's where you can always find that if you forgot if you heard something particularly awful on this podcast 
and you want to play it for your friends and say, can you believe these douchebags? Yeah. Uh, you can always hit the podcast up through the site and, of course, through the Facebook group. Yep. It's always right there on the Facebook page. And that way, when you want to demonstrate to your friends that there are, in fact, worse podcasts than the one they're listening to, come on over to the last <laughs> stop on the right Facebook group and check us out. So, Mikey, uh, without further ado, and I know where we're starting kind of close to home, but tell me what my friend is in the dumpster that is stinking up the planet this week. All right, we got uh, Run For Your Life, Glen County. Run For Your Life from Glen County, more <laughs> like it. Well, that's true. Dude, yeah, that's a... We'll be getting into it. We have to get into it. It's uh, it is as topical a story as there is national. outside the the you know the the permanent COVID. ones like COVID and right. stuff. I mean, this is a this was a thing, and it's surprising how people I think responded to it. To a, it didn't surprise me, but there's always something about it. You're like, man, is that where that guy's going with this? That kind of thing. Right. So we'll talk about what happened down in Glen County there. A right. Uh, we got me too. Except you. Yeah. The biggest at this point, the whole feminist movement. Is well, I said last week they've been raped and murdered and left in a dumpster to die by uh, by Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, but it's it's more than that now. I mean, these people need a bigger asterisk than like Barry Bonds batting records. <laughs> yes, it's right. just it's no, it's clear now that it actually does matter <coughs> by whom you were assaulted. Right, it really does. You actually can be assaulted by somebody that you're. It's your fault. Right. Which I was under the impression that that was never going to be the case again. That's, but apparently, that's what I thought that whole thing was about. And now we got to hey, bolt you know. a big old asterisk to me too. So it's me too, but not her. Oh well, me too, not you. Yep, I like it. All right, uh, we got the dumbest coup part due. They are actually talking about more investigations. I, Schiff, of course, who crawled of out of whatever, crawled out from whatever under, under whatever rock he, he molders. And uh, they want investigations into uh, the COVID response. I'm like, you guys really want to do this again? You should definitely start as soon as possible. Can we just give him COVID? Can we just give it to him? No, I don't want anybody to be like sick and or risking being dead. Although with COVID, the likelihood is that that's not going to happen. Something we'll get into a little bit later on, I think. Yep. Speaking uh, of, speaking of, we got to live in La Vida Cova. Living, I, I everybody's got a song that they're doing. It's my, like my, my Corona. I've heard my, that one. My, and, mine is uh, uh, what <laughs> COVID nineteen. Oh uh, yeah, the, you know, See, come on Eileen. Yeah, that one. I, I uh, every, I get that every one. time. I but I'm like living La Vida, living La Vida COVID. Yep. That's, I'm going with that for living now. But you know, that's uh, we've learned some new things this week, actually. So something to think about, something to talk about here at the last pod on the right. What else we got? We got Mo in like Flynn. Uh, that story uh. took an interesting turn this week. Took a couple of interesting turns this week. One which was impactful, and the other which would should have been, but wasn't so well we'll see how that works out right all right so that's our that's the menu for today that is the menu. that is the menu for today so we're gonna start in glenn we have to start in glenn county we do i hate this story so i don't know if you i mean if you don't know the story of ahmad arbery and and you i mean i suppose there are probably quite a few people in this country that don't know this story i you know not everybody I, I would, pays yeah, attention I mean, I mean you know there's always somebody i I watched the video without knowing what I was about to see because I was just on social media. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was on Twitter and, you know, I'm looking through what's trending in the U.S. I was like, top trend. And I saw uh, Glynn County. And I'm like, Glynn County is trending. Why the hell is Glynn County, Georgia trending nationally on Twitter? Which is, by the way, about 
an hour south of yeah, Savannah. Yeah, an hour, and if depending on who's driving. For me, it's about an hour and 15 minutes. For you, it's like 30. So we got, yeah, 35. You guys, you guys drive fast. Everybody else except me drives really, really fast. I am pokey as hell. Yeah. I drive like a bus driver. No, that's cool. I'm like, I'm the guy that leaves a half hour early, right. so I never have to rush. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Glynn County is not far from me. No, Glenn right, County right is, down Interstate 95. It is not exactly uncommon to see Glynn County tags around here. No. Mm-hmm. Um, here in uh, at the last pod on the right coming to you from Savannah, Georgia, which is in Chatham County. But uh, so I'm on Twitter not knowing what's going on. You right, know, I'm just right. doing my thing, whatever, checking out. And I see Glen County, I go check it out. And I see this video. And at first I'm like, what the hell am I even watching? Because I'm watching, you're watching just some dude, some kid out there. And he's out for a jog. I'm like, why is... Yeah. Why is everybody posting a video of some kid out for a jog? And then, of course, you see what happens. Right. The question about the video that I have, but we'll get into that in a second. Now. Oh, I have several questions, but yes. The bottom line is, and I've watched it, and I've, I've watched it more than once. And I'm like, am I seeing what I'm seeing here? And then, you know, you find out that you absolutely were seeing what you're seeing here. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. And if you are uh, among those who are trying to find a way to exonerate the shooters, I'm not going to get angry with you. I'm going to dismiss your concern. No matter who you are, no matter what you have heard, no matter what stories you've been told, third-hand information you've gotten, whatever, bottom line is that was a lynching, kids. Mm-hmm. That was That's what that was. They didn't use a rope in a tree branch, but that was a lynching. Used a shotgun. Uh, these two dudes, and I mean, again, the stories behind these guys and what appears to be, uh, pretty much institutionalized corruption in Glynn County, Georgia. Uh, yeah, you know, and there was, uh, there was another case, uh, th- that, uh, I think is going to grand jury about the same, the Glynn County chief. Yeah. The chief of police. Yes. The, the, he was not one of the shooters. No, 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 no. The thing that really got me among the things that I like learned later on that really stuck in my crawl was the not was the uh, learning that this actually the Ahmad Arbery case actually happened in February. Yes, they sat on this. Did, um, did not arrest anybody. Did not arrest anybody. Didn't do anything. Mm-mm. They didn't do anything. I think they they just were like, well, he's dead. Yeah, they said, oh yeah, they're protecting. I mean, those two dudes themselves. went back to their lives. I'm presuming riding around Glen County in their pickup truck looking for uh, black kids to shoot. I don't know what the hell they do with their free time. I probably don't want to know. But uh, they went back to their lives, you know, for a couple of months. And then somebody leaked the video to a Jackson. I think it was a Jacksonville area radio station. Mm-hmm. Somebody and they put it on their website and it got attention and then it became it became a story. And I'm going to say this because I know that a lot of area legal beagles are all, hey, you know, I really am 100 percent. I think that they should, you know, absolutely nuke these two guys. And this is terrible. What happened? Everybody wants to be seen, you know, virtue signaling. Everybody that's important wants to be seen saying how much they care. Right. Uh, and a number of the people that are involved in that are people who were probably aware of what was go- that a story like this was out there and chose not to dig. So I'm not that impressed with some of the officials I've seen. Well, you know, and the fact that it has uh, another county's district attorney well, that had to be, though, because the Glenn County District Attorney couldn't be involved in that case. Right. He, I mean, even if he was 100% blameless, 
they'd kept it from the whole time. Uh, you as the Glynn County District Attorney, with that going on, and you, you can't, you have to recuse yourself. Right, right. You have to. And, well, and somebody else had to. Also, well, one of the two county. shooters was a longtime investigator for the DA's office in Glynn County. Right, right. Which makes me wonder how many times justice has been misdone in Glynn County. Uh, well, you know, or just th- in whatever insert county I don't want to say, I don't want to, you know, jump on anyone's profession here but kids when somebody is an investigator for the district attorney's office as often as not it is because they lacked either the uh the courage or the ability to be police officers because they essentially do the same thing but with that but they're not cops right so this guy was like a veteran investigator for the glenn county da so that that's why the da in glenn county was like i because he passed it to Camden County, Camden, maybe, maybe Ware County, one and of then they there. said, "Nah." Well, they uh, said, "We can't because some, somebody that works for them also worked for the yeah, DA." Yeah, so one time. they had a connection, so they passed it around, and then I guess it ended up in the uh, the Liberty County DA's office. Yep. Uh, the state has also got involved. Yes, the GBI. Is the GBI involved. is involved, which means State Patrol will be involved, and they have actually arrest, finally arrested these two douchebags, yep. the yes. McMichaels. But the okay. So, dude's out running in February. He's out there. Kid's out for a jog. Um, two dudes. We see the Mike McMichaels. They come up. They attack this kid. He gets shot. And they're like, oh, you know, he was fighting. He was fighting with the guy. I'm like, well, if you jump out of a truck and aim a <laughs> shotgun at me, I don't care if <laughs> you are. Range. I don't care if you're Gandhi. Right. You're going to probably try and get the gun out of the guy's hand. Right. So, that, I'm not. That, you're fighting for your life. Right. I don't blame the kid for that at all. Anyway. The moment these guys stopped the truck and got out with guns, it was a fait accompli. Well, the, you the, knew what was happening. The, the guy that actually t- shot him, yeah. was driving and stopped the vehicle to get out. Yeah, I mean, His, but the moment the they were guy, like, the "We're stopping and we're coming to get him with shotguns," the right. moment they're out of the truck, the moment they're stopping, they're making a conscious decision. Oh, oh yeah, premeditated. Yeah. Once you realize what the video is about, you realize that they were looking for an opportunity to shoot this kid, whatever their motivation might've been, which brings me to my next point. I have seen a a, a few people do this and it irritates me and it always happens. And I'm not, it doesn't matter what third hand story you got from your brother's boss's cousin about this, that they heard that Arbery was doing that or whatever. Even if everything you've heard in defense of the McMichaels is true, and I have seen no evidence to support any of the claims that say they were the good guys. Right. I've seen people saying things like Ahmad Arbery was actually burglarizing homes in the area. Okay. I've seen people say that stuff. Okay. I have seen absolutely no evidence to support any of those claims. But even if they're absolutely true, even if Ahmad Arbery was uh you know an MS13 hood the way they handled it that's not how you handle it it's, it's if you do that you go out there you shoot a guy okay you first of all you run this dude down uh you're a, you because you're saving the country or your community from evil or whatever and again I'll say this I have seen 
nothing that convinces me that Ahmad Arbery was anything other than a high school kid out for a jog. And I don't, as of now, because I haven't seen it, I am not going to call the people defending the McMichaels liars, but I don't believe those stories. No. But even if Ahmad Arbery was literally a serial killer, you go out like these guys did. These are not cops. Okay, mm-hmm. these are not act, these are not people acting in any with any official capacity. That you call yourself a posse, you don't have a sheriff. A posse without a sheriff, that's a lynch mob. Yep. And when they killed him, that an execution without a trial is murder. And I don't care who the guy that gets the that. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, a perfectly innocent high school kid out for a jog, or if it's a dude in I don't know the Sinaloa cartel. Right. who's just, I don't know, burglarized every home in the neighborhood. If the kid was dragging a shopping cart full of stolen crap down the street, what they did, chasing him down, gunning him down in the street, that was a posse without a sheriff and an execution without a trial, which is a lynch mob and murder. Yep. And this is this is one of the, you know, and you've heard me say before here on the last pod on the right, people, that I don't support the death penalty because a government that can kill people will. Okay, I've always said that. The moment you give a government an opportunity to kill some of its people, it's going to kill people. Right. And not all those people are going to need to be dead. Uh, In the case of these two guys, though, there's no, you don't have any, you don't have a badge. Not that a badge would have excused what happened in that video, but these are just two dudes. Right. Literally just two guys who said, that kid looks like he might be interested potentially in burglarizing area homes under construction. And that, by the way, when guys like McMichael say things like that, that translates to he's black and in my neighborhood. Right. And don't think for one second that racism wasn't a part of this because it does. As far as the only things I've heard that I know to be that I have had her heard confirmed is that there was a nine one one call saying there's a black kid running down the road. As if somehow that's something that deserves a nine one one call. And they actually said, yeah, they that one actually said he was running down the road that he had uh, come out of the con- the, the home construction, under construction. Zone. Yeah. And the lady said, but he's not carrying anything. Well, and the nine one one caller or the nine one one lady was like, uh, "What's wrong with that?" Yeah. And again, you know, remember, he's not carrying anything, nope. which means that even if he is a burglar all the other times, he came out of the construction zone not carrying it. He didn't do anything that day. You've got him for nothing, even if you are a cop. That's what I said. The only thing that you got him could have him trespass. for is misdemeanor trespass. Which is the last time I checked, not a capital crime in this country. No, not really. So you've got Amart Arbery coming out of a construction zone where allegedly... There have been burglaries, which, and if you've ever met any contractors, it doesn't really matter where you build the house. Some it some some crap from your site's going to go missing. Oh yeah, all, every time you can build a house inside the nicest gated community in America, and I guarantee you, you're not it, at least a few items are going to go missing. Right. Okay, but whatever. But this kid wasn't doing that. Right. He was just, and I don't know about you, but if I go by a construction site that's you know they're not doing anything, I mean I'm a dude, I peek. I'm like, hell yeah, man, cool. What are they using here? You know, and like, I'll go look and see, like, is it cinder block? I mean, what's what kind of construction? I mean, you know, I find stuff right. like I'm a dude, dudes find that stuff interesting. Right. There's a reason they put those big carpets up around construction zones because otherwise, we would guys would be like in there talking to the contractor, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, hey man, what are you gonna wire this for here? <laughs> 
You know, I mean, we'll be talking. We'll, we'll literally go in there with no reason whatsoever, just to be like to make recommendations about what kind of flooring they should use. Yeah, what so, kind of stone are you going to use? Yeah, for so you're going with cinder block, or is this just going to be beam and drywall? <laughs> hey, ch- you get those eaves, man. You know what you could do. You, you know, we'll do that. Right. So. I don't know about, I have no, I'm, I'm never going to know Ahmad Arbery, but it's possible he was just like, you know what, this is kind of cool. Right. And just poking around. But anyway, no matter what, when he left the construction site, he was not carrying anything, which means he had done literally nothing wrong that day. Right. So first of all, you got somebody calling 911 saying, <laughs> uh, dude in my, black guy in my neighborhood. Right. That was the sum total of the reason for the call. So you already know which direction this is headed in. Right. Then the McMichaels show up. And they're in the truck, and they're coming after this kid, and their excuse is, well, there have been burglaries in the area. Well, I'm like, well, there wasn't a burglary going on that day. But even if there was, and even if it was Ahmad Arbery, who put you in charge? Right. Well, and, and you know, I got another question. The, the video. The, who shot, who shot the video? And why were they that close? I have to admit, and that's one of the things, and I said earlier that I have questions about it. Uh, I am unclear as to why there's only a couple of ways this works. Either they were just out randomly shooting video and thought, Hey, let's video this black kid running down the road for a little while. Oh, look, here's some guys in a truck. They're shooting him. Let's keep videoing as if they never took the camera off it. Right. And you never hear anything from those guys. Whoever was videoing it was very video. I mean, he was very intent on videoing it. Right. But he didn't just video the shooting. He They were already, whoever it was, was already videoing Ahmaud Arbery before the McMichaels pulled up. Or they, before he got to them. Cause like That's right. They were, well, stopped. they were up there. Yeah. That's right. So and he runs that They direction. were videoing him beforehand, which makes me think either, now, if you're videoing a friend because he's in training for, for next fall's football season. And you're doing it as part of a program or something. But so you maybe they're friends of his. But if you're friends of his, you'd think you might object at some point to the two guys that are shooting him. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't have been staying on that. Like but that. they just sat there and videoed it. Right. Like, and I have to say this again, and I don't have any evidence for this. I have a hard time believing that whoever shot that video wasn't a part of that. Yeah, my only other, the only way, hounds to the hunters, man. The That's o- what I'm saying. Hounds to the hunters. The, o- the only way that I think that it not ha- didn't happen that way is. Like somebody up the street, you know, saw like, oh crap, here come the McMichaels again, you know, and then they follow, they go and follow them. That's pretty to, Byzantine, though. But like, I, I'm I just going to drive. You know, oh, I see the McMichaels at the corner, and here comes this kid. So I'm going to pull out behind well, not even, him. Not even the kid at that point. I mean, just you know, I'm just going to sit here and video these two idiots. Right. And then a black kid shows up and runs, tries to get around them, and you just sit there and video it without making a sound. I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that whoever shot that video wasn't a part of it. I have a hard time believing. And I don't think necessarily that this was some kind of gangland hit. I think that the McMichaels and whoever, I'm saying this, I can't prove it to you, but consider consider what happened. I think that whoever... Was in the vid- in the in the vehicle videoing it. I think they went. We're gonna get this kid, and the McMichaels took up their spot. And the other guys were video were coming behind him, videoing him. Their job was hounds to the hunters, because yeah. they you were know, very they- unsurprised by what happened. I would at least go like, "Hey, you know something," but whoever videoed that didn't make a sound, didn't flinch, no. and didn't take the kid. The only time. 
uh, Arbery's out of the camera is when he was off to the left of the screen briefly. Right. But they videoed every second of that without flinching or yelping or, I don't know, calling 911 something, <laughs> nothing. Right. So I think those, I think, I think we saw, uh, well, I think I, I think we saw lynching and I think the guys, the video guys were the hounds and the McMichaels were the hunters, mm-hmm. which isn't exactly a new strategy. No, okay. You know, I mean, it's been around that, for a minute. Yeah. That happens frequently. But I got to say, if you are one of those who is searching, and I think was you, you told me earlier, before we started, uh, before we sat down today, mm-hmm. that there is actually a GoFundMe for the shooters. Oh, yeah. GoFundMe <sighs> for the shooters. People. Facebook pages to support them. Hey, look, you know, I'm not like a lot of these guys who would be like, oh, they should ban that page or whatever. I'm like, no, they should be allowed to have their GoFundMe. I agree. And they should be allowed to have their page as long as those platforms are okay with it. But if Facebook were to go, now nah, you got to get this crap off here. I have no problem with that either because it's private, you know, it's privately owned. Right. Go find, fine. I mean, you know, do whatever, you, do whatever the hell you want. Go ahead and wear a t-shirt saying, you know, I believe McMichael or whatever. Or free the McMichael. Fine. Go ahead. It's, it's fine if you do that. Okay, this is still a free, still a free-ish country, but I would remind you that, or I would ask you, if you were to do that, I would ask you why. I would be curious to hear someone explain how, without the answer being because he was black. I would be curious to hear how you would explain your support based on what I know f- for a fact that you know, because I know just as much as you do. Right. Unless you are in the uh, investigator's office. The likelihood is you're listening to the last pod on the right right now. You know about as much as I do about this. So if you are on the, the shooter side, I would be interested to hear somebody explain to me how they could be on the shooter side knowing what we know and, and racism not be their explanation. Mm-mm. Man, the uh, the only way that I am on the shooter side is they have their right to a fair trial. That's it. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. I mean, that's my only support fine. for them fine. whatsoever. Go ahead. They have their right. And I don't buy any of the stories that suggest that these guys were reacting out of righteous indignation in defense of their community because Arbery was a bad guy, et cetera, so on and so forth. If that was the case, then why would they hide the video for four months? Well, yeah, call the cops. If, 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 if Even if you know guy. the cops are dirty. And, and I, the cops are dirty, but in this case, the cops are dirty on your side. Right. I mean, we know that the cops are dirty on their side in, in Grand County. And, and, and I, I know not now. I saw where one of the, I think the, the Brunswick paper or whatever yeah. there, uh, talked to one of the neighbors, and they're like, "Yeah, we saw this kid run through the neighborhood all the time." Yeah. So he was always out jogging. He was a football player, a star football player. Okay. Well, you know, you know, so you're yeah, gonna need out, to he's with everything that's happening. You're trying to stay in shape, right? But again, whatever, whatever. Yep. The circumstances, I don't buy the tales of the McMichaels being, you know, wards or, or you know, taking care of their community because this kid was bad or whatever. Because if there was, if this was a defensive action by the shooters, they wouldn't have sat on the video for four months. No, you're right. They would have been like, yeah, this happened, but here's why. Now, they tried to hide this. Right. So that doesn't... I don't buy it, I guess is what I'm saying. I just I wonder how this video got out. I, I Well, we know that somebody leaked it to, to the radio to station, radio station yeah, but, but we don't know who. Yeah. We don't know who. How did that happen? But uh, you know, I will say this, though. it's uh, if there's it's it, I hate that it happens this way, but from time to time, something so egregious takes place that we're like, okay, yeah, everybody agrees these guys are douchebags. I mean, at least you've united. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah America's united. Of course, kid had to die for it, but, you know, hey, we're united. Everybody right. thinks these guys are the bad guys. Right. Uh, 
That is about as far as unity goes in this country these days. I want to remind you as we close into the bottom of the hour here at the last pod on the right here at laststopontheright.com and, of course, through the the auspices of America's podcast network, KLRNradio.net. Um, there is no unity anywhere else in this country. I'll say that, man. No, I gotta admit, and you know we joke constantly. It's it's you can't even make the hypocrisy joke about the Democrats anymore because it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, really? You Democrats are hypocrites? No kidding. Like, really? No you're, kidding. You're telling me the hypocrisy defines a, the, uh, the the political ideology of a party that has literally re- reversed itself in the middle of an issue, right? And it's not new. I and mean, we talked about this before here. We were talking about adding an asterisk to the me too movement it's gotten to the point now where it's uh it's like you know when you watch the fast food commercials and at the very end there's the asterisk and then at the very end is the tiny little print it's like prices may be higher in some locations offer not available and to all locations right, right. ask your lo-, you know that kind of thing uh back in the 90s okay back in the 60s back in the 60s jfk was bringing more tail in and out of the White House than Elmer Fudd. <laughs> wait, wait. And everybody's Elmer like... Elmer Fudd was getting tail? Different kind of tail. You oh, know what oh, I mean. Oh, okay. You know what I mean. But I'm just saying, okay, JFK was a pig. Right. And he was. I've always maintained the fact that JFK's... The number one reason that he is remembered so fondly is because he didn't live to... There's an emotional attachment to it. Right. He really wasn't that good a guy. In fact, he was a pig. But back then, fine. You know, you had to be a good guy, but JFK was allowed to be a pig. Then you flash forward to the 90s, and while they are running Pat, Bob Packwood out of the Senate on a rail for being a pig, they are praising Bill Clinton for getting for lying about it, for right. getting away with it. They're like, so it's not like it's new that this hypocrisy for these people has existed. But the Democrat media complex, since it became apparent that Joe Biden, in addition to being you know, coming apart at the seams physically and mentally is also a grade A creep and has been for at least 35 years. At least. Uh, At the same time, we're supposed to believe that Donald, oh, Donald Trump is such a douchebag. Well, Donald Trump is a douche. I mean, I think we all know that, right? He's kind of, I know mom doesn't love when I say this, but it seems appropriate. Donald Trump is kind of an ass. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, he is. That's his thing, though. He uses it to his advantage. I don't think he's even ashamed of it. I have a feeling if he were to, someone were to play the president this podcast to be like right on brother because <laughs> like, my man that's his I, game yes, I am an he uses it to keep you off balance that's what he does he has always done that it has worked as well for him as it has for I mean considering where he is right, right now has worked I got it's worked as well for him as it has for as any strategy has for any human being that has ever lived. I mean, there's not a lot. There's really not much higher up you can go than the White House. Right. I mean, talking about probably the single most uh, powerful individual on the planet Earth at any given moment is the president of the United States. So, yeah, he's he's a jackass. He's he's artless and crude. And it has worked for him incredibly well. But we're supposed to hate him for that. While at the same time, you can't find a prominent male Democrat that hasn't gotten handsy with the help, female or male in some cases, including killing them. Right. Okay. I mean, look at their bag man out in California. What's this guy's name? The the other, like Weinstein, big money guy for the Democrat, Ed Buck. Right. Freaking killing people. 
He is killing people. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that anymore. It's bad. No big deal. You're like, yeah, Trump is a pig and he associates with pigs. So you shouldn't vote for him. You should vote. And I'm like, for whom? For whom? Joe Biden? The dementia-addled hair sniffer? That's who you're going to give me as an alternative. You're going to come to me now that we have learned that Biden was even worse than we thought he might have been. And I personally, because I said back when, you know, a while back, I liked the I wanted to like the guy. I've always had that, you know, with Biden where it's like, I wouldn't vote for this dude because he's, I mean, look at him. I mean, just look at him. Right. But... He seemed likable enough. If he, if he was somebody's grandfather, I could be like, fine. You know, yeah, but, he's yeah. probably a cool grandpa. Like he does the things with the car. You know, he's got a cool car. Right. All right. And he takes care of it. And I'm like, OK, I like that. That's cool. It's right. a cool thing. Right. But it turns out this guy was really, really bad the whole time. And we're being told Trump equals bad because he is this way towards women. And then but but because now we know that Biden is just as bad and or worse. And uh, but because this whole week, I mean, they, they were like they were filling up the left wing blogosphere, all the media outlets offering us all these prominent Democrats explaining to us why it's different. I'm like, it either is a, a bylaw for feminism that women who claim to have been assaulted be believed or it isn't right. Because we saw what they did to Kavanaugh. Right. It's not based on party line. They brought out people that, I mean, Swetnick couldn't keep her story straight in the course of a two-minute soundbite. That kills me is you got a woman that can't couldn't really remember the date, couldn't really remember where. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't remember, remember if it was, it was even, even him. him. And then you had and Ford, then, who couldn't prove that she'd ever been in a room with the guy. Right. And then, But then you got this, on this side, of, what's her name? Tara uh, Reid. Tara Reid. She could tell you. The exact location, time, date, And other people and are like, yeah, she say, talked yeah, to me about this true. then. That happened. Yeah, so with Kavanaugh, matter. Doesn't matter. with Kavanaugh, you had Swetnick, who couldn't keep her story straight for more than 90 seconds at a time. And, and Blazy Ford, who was treated like the Oracle at Delphi, although it turned out that she could not actually offer any proof. Anyone. She's all their witnesses and stuff. No one would corroborate that she'd ever even been in the room with Brett Kavanaugh. And then we find out she's, you know, all, everything else about her, her life is, is bull. Right. Oh, I'm and, afraid to fly. Except that you post pictures of yourself in Tahiti. You didn't get there via canoe, honey. <laughs> take the That's a long kayak trip. Right. Uh, and then even if the Kavanaugh stuff, even if he was in college. That was college. No, no, you can't do that, though. Uh, but no, if, I'm not giving stupid. a guy a pass for raping somebody. No, no, I am, not that I he am, did. I am absolutely not either. No, I don't I care if you were in college. Either, but dumb. that's a stupid college kid. Joe Biden wasn't was a, a U.S. senator. Okay, when I will give that. you that. A 20-year-old cannot be expected to make as sound a judgment in most circumstances as a 40-plus-year-old member of the United States Senate. Exactly. Even if he's from Delaware and only had to beat like three guys to get there. Right, because when I think when Joe joined Congress, there was like there were like eight people in Delaware. <laughs> yeah, like, Delaware, yay! I went to high school in Delaware. I did. I really did. I went to high school in Delaware. I, I know you did. I and I met Joe Biden while I was in high school the, in Delaware. Doesn't the title of the school had for troubled youths at the uh, end of it, right? Oh, you leave that out. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Fine, upstanding institution of higher education, secondary education. That's a story I'm going with. Well, I graduated. It can't be that great (laughs) (laughs) i went on to a a a top flight i will have you know i graduated from high school 
with a top-flight education, went on to a top-flight university that is internationally recognized for excellence, and nobody can explain how the hell I pulled it off. And I ain't telling you. But, you know, let me just put it to you this way. Even Harvard has what they call a B-school, okay? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, but, you know, Biden is a guy that has done this. And and more and more, I, I look at it and I think, this is a guy who may actually also be a pretty good game player. The kindly old gentle cool dude that's morphing into the kindly old gentle grandpa. You just can't imagine it. But then you see and it's like he's got this cultivated personality of being this, you know, everybody likes Joe. Joe's our buddy. You know, right. Joe's our friend. Joe's a good guy. We like Joe. Okay, maybe Joe's not exactly firing on all cylinders, but we like him. He's nice. Right. We find out that he has never been actually that good a guy. He's just been a good guy in the right circumstances in front of the right people. Right. And in fact, when you look at his life beyond just all this stuff, I mean, look at his kids, for God's sake. Mm. I mean, the one is now married to his dead brother's widow while knocking up a stripper in Arkansas and pocketing close to a hundred grand a month for a no-show job in the Ukraine. And I'm like, you know, it's starting to make sense to me that actually Joe Biden has has never been the guy that we thought he was. <laughs> no. No, no. You know, what's the poop poop flows downhill. I Apple obviously didn't fall fall off. It wasn't that long ago, even on this podcast, where I said, I, I would say, I don't understand how Biden's kid is such a pig because his other kid wasn't and Joe's not. Turns out Joe was. Joe is. Now we know that the other one was the uh, the exception to the rule. The other one was the Maryland to the Adams family. Or yeah, no, the Monsters. <laughs> Remember the Monsters? They had yes. cousin Maryland. Everybody looked the same, and then Maryland was like this total babe. Yeah. And they never did they ever explain that? No. I don't think they did. Cousin. They're just like, yeah, she's got a, they've got a cousin who looks nothing like these people. They've all the Monsters felt sorry for her though. I know because they thought they were all fabulous. Oh, yes. And you know what? Uh, they were. <laughs> he was a great character. <laughs> he was a great character. The Munsters and the Adams family were great programs. They really were. <laughs> all right. So we just I want to I don't want to spend all day on me too, but not her. But just remember, at this point, we have we have basically a, we are a, have learned in this country to accept that when it comes to the Democrat media complex, it isn't me too. It's me too, but not her. Right. It's not believe all women. It's believe some. Women, put an asterisk behind everything you hear about sexual harassment from the left from now on, because they don't actually believe it. They never really have. Go back to the 90s and look at them throwing Bob Packwood off the roof while at the same time showing Bill Clinton to the the presidential suite. Right. So, yeah, that's people have been surprised by this. I see people on the left on social media trying struggling to rectify it. Their belief that, you know, sexual harassment equals bad and it's the woman's always right and all that with this addendum that they're at, you know, with this disclaimer. Right. And I'm like, see, if you're doing that, then you don't really believe it. It's not really a uh, if you say if you say believe all women, unless it's a prominent Democrat being accused, in which case we should we should discuss it. I'm like, well, then it's not ever really been a, a belief of I yours. I didn't want to discuss it. It's St- just been Stacey Abrams. Oh, I believe Joe. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't even mention about Stacey. Well, of course, I, we know why she said that. Yeah, well, right. it's, with Stacey, you know why she do. Actually, I think that hurt her this week. Right. Because people went, oh, come on. I mean, with Stacey Abrams is a fraud. We all know that. 
Uh, but it's it's like buffoonish and sad now. I actually think she's damaged her own stock. Yeah, the, the brown nosing is kind yeah, of yeah. It's a little weird. Kind of. It's like really are you doing? And I think actually I want to say the beginning of the week the Democrats were talking about it. Like oh stop. Yes. You know, cut it out. It's weird. I'm just saying, if if you're going to be out there and tell me that uh, it, any woman that makes the claim should be believed, unless she's making the claim against someone whom you politically prefer to another office holder, then uh, then then you don't believe it. No, then you, it's not believed. That's belief. a problem. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's more a it's more of a guideline than an actual rule. Right. Is what I'm saying. So I'll put that out there. Uh, I want to remind everybody, check us out on Twitter. At Last Stop OTR, and our Facebook group for The Last Stop on the Right is available to you 24-7. Uh, want to move on, so now we are, and we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Adam Schiff has crawled out, has slithered out from whatever rock he was hiding under. And uh, they're now talking about that they want to have congressional investigations into the Trump administration's response to COVID-19. Investigations, Okay. A lot of people I know on the right are really upset. Really upset. Like, oh, they're just, dude, this is an outrage that they're doing this again. And I, it, it is. It, I agree, except that I'm sitting here going, no, no, do it. Do, do it now. Do it starting in September. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want you guys to really hit your, we're going to get Trump this time stride in like late October. Okay, so yeah, start around the beginning of October. I want right about the time we hit Halloween. I hope the Democrats are hip deep in congressional hearings over whether or not we should impeach Trump because of his response to COVID. At which point, Trump will win by the curvature of the earth. Right. The last, it's a the, the the learning curve on these people. It's were they not guys like Schiff? Were he not such an absolute steaming pile of garbage? Were Pelosi not such a a Marie Antoinette wannabe, gam-gam, wrinkled old crone? Leave her ice cream alone. Were Hillary Clinton not a... Oh, I shouldn't say anything bad about Hillary Clinton, or I might have to visit Fort Marcy Park. Were these people not the filth and vermin that they are, I would say, how dare they? Right. But in this particular case, I say go for it because these guys are such trash. It pisses them off. It pisses people off. Right. Trump's ratings went up during that that what they called it the impeachment coup. Right. Trump's Trump's ratings went up. He turned it into a he, he enjoyed the hell out of it too. He trolled them like nobody's business throughout that. Oh, it was of awesome. Course. Of course. And he's still doing it. He's just now he just brutalizes the media uh, emotionally. It's That's his it's, it's magnificent. Right. I have to say, when he turns those briefings into just like everybody kicked Jim Acosta in the teeth, they, <laughs> I, I never stop being entertained by CNN spokesholes and, and the rest of the MSNBC twerps just getting mercilessly right. brutalized by Trump in front of cameras like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all on Twitter afterwards. He believed it. He's, he called us enemy of the people. He was mean. He was cruel. He was vicious. It's hurting me. It's making us sad and angry. And I'm like, ha. Ah, I'm going to tell my mama. Your tears nourish my soul. <laughs> Trump licks those. He's like. Mm, delicious. Ah, tears. Liberal pain. It's like caviar, baby. <laughs> I, I smell the anger in you, Acosta. Ah, good, good. Let your heat flow through you. Strike me down. <laughs> but now he's—it's uh, awesome. But that uh, putting that aside, these guys have have become such a clown show. 
Right. You you're like, "Oh god, really? What are you doing now?" Okay. You're going to you're going to have more investigations into how Trump is doing his job. Would you like him to by the if they keep this up through his second term, there will be a national movement to repeal the 25th amendment so the dude can get elected again. I'm like <laughs> they're going to make him win with like 91%. All right. It's going to be like George H.W. Bush right at the height of the first Gulf War when the Democrats were, and of course it went on, and you learned the flighty nature of poll numbers. They went from Democrats when Bill Clinton beat George H.W. Bush the following fall. Right. But there was a moment when H.W. Bush's poll numbers were like 91% approval. I bombed them. Everybody loved me. Yeah, people that, but <laughs> the thing is, that was, you know, a result of a proactive strategy by George H.W. Bush that had nothing to do with poll numbers. Right. In Trump's world, everything is poll numbers. That's another thing that these guys just do not get about him. And it's like, you've had all of this time, and you still haven't learned that Donald Trump, literally, you joked about it a minute ago, thriving on there, licking up their tears. He thrives on this. This is fuel for his fire, baby. Every time these guys go, we're going to have, you know, he should be impeached for whatever, or he should be, we should invoke the 25th Amendment or whatever. And I'm like, you really don't know how that works, do you? But fine, okay. Every time they do this, I think, how do you guys continue to fall for this? He wants you to get your in a high dudgeon about this. Oh, yeah. He wants you to. He wants your panties in a wad. Yeah, because when you do that, you get, and because liberals always default to such outrageous hysteria so quickly, and he plays them like a freaking piano. I'm like, okay, you guys can do another one? Fine. Another coup. The last one went super duper well. I'm sure this one will be just fine. (laughs) No reason that, it's, I'm, we've been joking about it here at the last pot on the right for a year now. It's like, it's like Wile E. Coyote. You want to grab and be like, stop buying crap from Acme. It never works out for you. <laughs> Every time you buy something, it shows up in the Acme box. You put on the rocket skates or strap the candle to your back or whatever you do. You always end up at the bottom of the canyon. Always. It's like, do they send you the goofy little signs that you have to hold up right before you fall 20,000 feet? Bye-bye. Yeah, that, do they come with whatever contraption you bought? Because you know how it's going to end up. And they are wily e. Coyote, man. Every time they, they come after Trump with a, we got him now, it's like, well, I wonder how many days are going to ring out of this before it falls apart. And going with COVID is a double risk. You know, they get crap from Walla Walla, Washington to uh, Arizona pretty quick. That's true. Acme, Acme the, shipping was well long before pre, Amazon. Precursor, precursor to Amazon. Yeah, uh, the, obviously the the death rate with Amazon is much lower. <laughs> yes, for consumers, because believe it or not, kids, if you fall like Wiley Coyote, that you're not going to survive that. But um, anyway, why wow, you just totally derailed my so, train of thought sorry, at the station? Man. I was just pulling out of the state. Oh. Anyway, whatever. It's they keep doing it. They keep falling for it, and and here they come again with another attempted coup. And I'm like, really, you're going to go with COVID? Because we can't, as a country, come to a consensus on how individually to handle it. Right. You got people still. I wear a mask when I go outside if I have to go around other people. Not that I really wanted to, but my mom yelled at me. Right. And I'm like, all right, because mom is going to ask me on the phone if I'm wearing my mask. 
and I don't like lying to my mom, so I'm going to wear the dance. So when I go to the grocery store, I go to the gas station yeah. or whatever, I wear the damn mask. Well, and how the hell can you go after somebody about their handling of something that's still going on? Yeah, I know. And it's... Uh, uh, hello? Well, and, you know, the timelines over who said what, when. Uh, it, I, I, yeah. At this point, I, I, it's so much noise, it doesn't matter what Trump's response was in February, what the Democrats... I mean, Nancy Pelosi was in Chinatown in March. Uh, uh, Chiquita Khrushchev was telling people it's racist not to go to Chinatown in, in I don't remember if that was March or April, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. All of that is now just a big soup of dumb. Right. Because it, it, you're never going to sort any of it out, and it doesn't really matter anyway. The disease is a thing. And as we've pointed out to you here on Last Pot on the Right on more than one occasion, the reality of this disease is it is not as bad as the flu in terms of what it's doing to the country. Millions of cases of the flu. Right. Okay, millions, multiple tens of millions, and uh, and close to 75,000 deaths. So COVID is more likely to kill you if you get it, but you are significant. 98% of you aren't going to get it. Of those of you who do get it, 98% of you are going to live. Right. So quit freaking out anyway, but we got to have some. For the Democrats, I think that they're going to continue to use this as a point at the tip of their spear. I'm like, mm. people aren't really reacting like Trump is screwing it up and the Democrats are doing a great job. Right. In fact, the when you look at handling of the virus, it doesn't really matter what the Democrats have done because nobody cares, except that you look at their state level and municipal level interdictions and they've turned to, into total fascists. Right. I'm like, well, if, I don't care what Nancy Pelosi has to say about the coronavirus because she has no, you know, she can't make me do anything. Right. And she's not, you know. However, uh, I, I've, we've got San Antonio. This one really blew me away. This is why I think the Democrats are ill-advised to try and use this as a brickbat against the right, because the way they've been handling it is so bizarre. San Antonio City Council mm. voted this week to designate the phrase Chinese flu as, uh, if you say it out loud, it's a hate crime. And they part of the resolution was to encourage people to call the police and report i'm like yo fidel castro you want to back off the 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 stalinism a little bit i mean should we have block out is the kgb going to be listening how animal farm orwellian is this going to get i mean we're five seconds away from having view screens on the walls like this is 1984 out up in new york it backfired fabulously and another reason by the way another example of why the democrats are ill-advised to continue i'm just trying to help because you know me, right. when you think of guy who wants to help the Democrats become at least less noisome, uh, at least less just appalling, think of me. Think of the last pot on the right. Hmm. We're here to help. <laughs> Honest. We're not doing this just to, you know, make ourselves feel better. We want to help you be better Americans. Now, seriously, I would tell the Democrats that they were listening to me. Be like, hey, listen, guys. Your reaction to it has generally been to shriek at Trump, which irritates the hell out of everybody and helps nobody. Right. You want to have more congressional hearings over it, which we're already sick of seeing. Believe me, you do not want people to, sub- you don't want to subject people to three more months of Adam Schiff on camera. It does not help you. No. And Jerry Nadler? <laughs> you're going to put Jerry Nadler in front of a camera again? I mean, Inspector Pantload is not quite the spokesmodel I think you think he is. Right. But uh, coming after him with COVID, when your own guys, you've got up in New York, Bill de Blasio, who is an actual communist. And you know what? The people of New York deserve him. I hate to say it, but you know what? Screw you. 
Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna elect a clown like that, then you know you deserve it. But he they wanted they set up a line. They set up a tip line. See, they wanted people in New York to inform on their neighbors. If your neighbor was violating COVID regulations, they wanted you to inform on them. Turn them in. I mean, that's pretty freaking East German right there. I, yeah, you know, I was just thinking that's like steps away from a standard issue kicking in your door. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's a little unsettling, but it totally backfired. And this is another reason why it won't work for them the way they think it will, because people's response was to basically fill the inbox of that of the tip line with like profane rants, photographs of nether regions, and other helpful things. Kiss my wife's so, butt! So they spammed the crap out of it. And I'm like, people don't even take you seriously now. Well, I mean, and that's a translate. This is the funny. largest. Of course, we now know that New York City is really the epicenter for COVID in the United States. I'm like, gee, thanks, guys. Right. You know, while you're yelling at us red staters for going back to get our hair cut. Right. They arrested that chicken in, where is it, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz got his haircut on Friday there, by the way. I thought that was totally awesome. Uh, the place that the chick got arrested. Right. Yeah. Her cut, one of her clients on uh, Friday was Ted Cruz. <laughs> because he's also very good at trolling the left, yes, by the he way. Is very uh, good. He's very good at it. If you never check out Ted Cruz's Twitter feed, it's actually pretty good. He's not afraid and he's funny. Uh, but that having said, meanwhile, up in New York, when they're not telling you to inform on your neighbors, it turns out that uh, Andrew Cuomo, who has received a tremendous amount of credit, I mean, his approval ratings in New York are up in the high 70s now. Mm-hmm. Nationally, they've been talking about him replacing Biden based almost entirely on his performance uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. Turns out when they say, oh, Republicans are going to kill old people because they don't take this stuff seriously. You know who was actually killing old people? Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> He forced nursing homes to take COVID-positive people, even though he knew and was told that this will put other patients in those facilities at risk. Because guess who the first people to get this disease and die from it are? Old people. Old people. Old people that are sick and are in nursing homes are, are, you're talking about the most frail individuals. They're actually, you may not know this, from a biological standpoint, you always say keep them away from the babies and the old people. An infant is infinitely more capable of fighting off infection than a, than a sick old person. Oh, sick yeah. old people are really helpless. Right. We're talking closing in on AIDS patients, not because they've done something wrong, because your body starts to stop working. I mean, you just right. can't fight infections like you used to. Andrew Cuomo forced uh, nursing homes in, in the state of New York to accept was like 1,200 COVID-positive patients. Basically, Andrew Cuomo seeded nursing homes around the state of New York with COVID bombs. Right. Another reason I don't think that going with this whole go after Trump based on COVID is going to work because it invites scrutiny. Well, okay, Trump did bad, supposedly. You say Cuomo is the poster boy. Let's look at him. Cuomo's up there killing old people. Right. Or you say Gavin Newsom out in California Stan is the is the gold standard. And you go out there and California Stan is is hell. California Stan's only bonus from COVID is that now we don't have to think as much about all the hepatitis cases. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I guess I guess you got that going for you. Right. Now, something to keep in mind, kids. Something to keep in mind. Um, all right. I wanted to get into the Flynn thing, but uh, I don't know if we're going to have time as we run a little bit short on time. They dismissed the charges against them yep. this week. Yep. And I said last so week, can, he can, lied to the vice president, and that is something for which he should feel shame. But uh, you talk about fruit of the poisonous tree. The feds 
actually tried. They were like, this is such a nothing. We want to close the case. And Obama era hacks left over in the DOJ said, now nah, we're going to keep it going. Right. So, and by the way, because we found out, what's her name? Sally, uh, the, the U.S. attorney, Sally Yates. We found out from her this week. Guess who she found out about the uh, the Kizliak Flynn phone call? Guess who? Guess who told her about it? Who? Barack freaking Obama. Wow, really? So that uh, that conspiracy, and it is a conspiracy, right? To frame up Flynn in an and and the thing that should really drive you nuts about this is it was just petty and they were just trying to screw things up as Trump came in, right? They're like, well, Hillary lost, so. Even though we know, because at the time the feds had said, the investigators at the time said, we can, we, you don't have him. The Russians, there's, Trump did not work with the Russians. Right. Trump is, the Trump campaign, these aren't the bad guys you want them to be. And Obama holdovers working with the express knowledge of, because you keep in mind, you know, this is during the, uh, the, the changeover, you know, running up to the inauguration post-election. Right. Right. Trump is the president-elect. Okay, you cannot undo that. Investigators say to the DOJ, run at that time by Loretta Lynch, who was only slightly less corrupt than the actual murderer, Eric Holder. Uh, you got nothing here. This is We're going to close it. Now, we're going to keep it open. Expressly acknowledged by, if not endorsed by, if not ordered by, Barack Obama himself. So during a period of time in which you would think that the soon-to-be-departing president would not I mean, it's not good for the country. If you love the country, you're not going to try and submarine your replacement. No. And it's not like Obama could run again anyway. Right. So Hillary lost, whatever. They didn't really, you know, Obama and Hillary didn't get along that well anyway. Obama, for no other reason than partisan spite, allowed this to go on, if not participated directly in it. Right. That's what you should be taking away from the Flynn story. Yeah. They- that this was an attempt to essentially to subvert the incoming duly elected president of the United States because you didn't like him. That's usually not what the outgoing president does. No. They, they usually, like Clinton, you know, the Clinton folks pop the W off all the keyboards they, in the they, White House. Sign a bunch of pardons from really, really gross people and then, and then bolt. And then bolt. And then bolt. But That's no, it. so it's something to keep in mind. As you look deeper into the Flynn story, I would remind you that what we do know now is that this was an active conspiracy run by Obama-era holdovers in the DOJ, motivated by literally nothing but spite. Uh, real quick, email notes. Hog, uh, his, I said it earlier, I didn't get to respond to you. I'm going to try, buddy. Uh, sweet Jimmy Apollo, all the rest of you guys, you're the best. Don't forget, you can email. I do read them. It's just that it's been so crazy. Yeah. You know, it's not an excuse, but it kind of is because it's like, man, I got you know, you got to do everything you can while this is going on. Right. All right. Don't forget to check out our site, laststoponthewright.com. Don't forget to check out our our Facebook group. Don't forget to check out our Twitter feed, at LastStopOTR. And don't forget to check out the vastly superior programs, also available right here on America's Podcast Network, KLRNRadio.net, including some of the heavyweights from Twitchy, which is one of the top political sites in the country. Very true. So check all of that out as well. Uh, but we got to get out of here. I am Ben Crystal. I bombed him, and I was very popular. <laughs> He's Mike Abel. He's Mike Abel. Dana Carvey come in while I was outside. Uh, cool. And until next week, my friends, I want to remind you, y'all keep it in the short grass. This has been the last pod on the right. Yeah.